The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. I remember when our daughter Julie bought her first car, I went with her and we looked in the ads and we looked in Consumers Report and we went to the car lots and I helped her make the decision and then I bought her a car. I didn't want to just buy her a car, I wanted to be daddy. I wanted the process, process of buying the car. That's correct. That's the way God is. God doesn't want to just pay the bill, he wants to be a part of the process because he loves the relationship. Pastor Jimmy Evans helps you discover your path to financial freedom next on Life Today. so much. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to talk to you about something that is so important. As a matter of fact, this is the issue that probably leads to more divorce, mm -hmm. more unrest and uh, let's say uh, discord in marriages uh, and just misery in life. And that is an inability to deal with financial issues uh, correctly. Now, now, I want you to listen to the title of this series. Your Path to Financial Freedom. The Best and Blessed principle for money matters. And by the way, money does matter. And, and, and don't, don't just start shouting, money's evil. No, it's not. It's a solution to many of the evils and challenges of our day, although it can certainly contribute, because the love of money, the love of money, the worship of anything other than the living God as first and foremost, leads to trouble. And it, is, it creates all sorts of evil. So the love of money leads to, it's a root, and leads to many expressions of evil, no doubt about it. But it's what you need. The problem with so many people is they not only don't have it, when they have it, they don't handle it well, and then they don't have it long, or they so misuse it that they find themselves being abused by their decisions. Jimmy Evans and Robert Morris are two of the men that I've walked so closely with in ministry for so many years. And of course, Robert is our pastor. And, and Jimmy and I both happen, along with, with Jack Hayford, to be elders at the church at Gateway where Robert is pastor. Jimmy teaches on marriage and he teaches on family and his television program is phenomenal. The church that he literally birthed, the Trinity in, in, in uh, Amarillo is phenomenal. He's just been a, a great blessing. He and Robert and another good friend, Creflo Dollar, have joined to give their insights. Now, I want you to understand this is a very diverse group, but they're coming together to teach eternal truth that is very significant to you in the day in which you live. Jimmy Evans is with us. Would you welcome Jimmy Evans to life today? Jimmy, good to be with you. Thank you. Good to be with you today. Now, I happen to know that, that you're teaching here to thousands of people in, a, in an incredible setting on financial freedom, where, where you, you talk about what God wants to do and break it down. We can't cover all of that that you cover here. Right. But I want you just to touch on some of the areas that, that you believe are absolutely critically important. Can I ask you if what I said a while ago, that financial issues are one of the biggest troublemakers in marriages and one of the greatest contributors to divorce. Would absolutely. that be it? Well, most people who are divorcing say they're divorcing for financial reasons. 44% uh, there was a poll done, 44% of Americans currently have a high level of financial stress. And women are twice as likely to have financial stress as men. There was another survey done and only 26% of people say they don't have financial stress. So 74% of people right now 
have some significant level of financial stress in their life. It causes sickness, causes divorce, it causes family problems, it causes all kinds of problems. I think it causes suicide for some people. Yeah, well, there was a recent comedian, a very well-known comedian that committed suicide and the number one reason he did it was financial problems even though he was rich. Mm -hmm. And so financial, financial problems cause so many problems in life. I believe that financial stress is the worst stress in life. I really do. And the great thing is God doesn't want us to have it. And I know as a woman, it's important to feel, it's not necessarily about the amount of the finances, I don't right. think, to a woman, as it is the security that Absolutely. a woman can feel, the safety that a woman can feel, that she can trust that their finances are being managed in a way that does it cause that stress? I, I remember, absolutely, Betty, and Karen's the same way. And Karen's a godly woman, but she's very sensitive to finances. You know, it's just something that's important to her, and that's the way God made us. But I, I came out of a background of total financial uh, uh, curse. Just, I, I was in bondage. I, I remember the anxiety, and I was deceived in my life. I, every thought in my mind about money was a wrong thought. And I grew up, we didn't grow up in poverty, but we grew up next door to it. And we just didn't ever have anything. And so when I, when I got saved, I literally had a spirit of poverty. And every thought in my mind was a wrong thought. And the thing I love today, and I love teaching people, and I thank you for the opportunity to be a part of this. I love teaching people what God did for me and for Karen and me. And today I live in financial blessing. Let me, let me say to our viewing audience, and I really, I, I, just zero in on me a minute. I want to talk to you very personally here. We're doing this to help you. Now, you got to understand, I came out of total poverty. He said he was next door to it. I was in it. I was the next door poverty <laughs> that lived next door to it. And, and, and just nothing there. But, but I, I didn't resent those who had. I didn't covet. I, I opened my eyes, and I saw possibilities. Now, it's very important to get here, because if you live full of hate and resentment or covetousness, you have really set yourself back. You've set yourself up for failure, even if you get what you think you want, because it's not going to mean a lot to you. You, you need to know that what we're trying to do here is to impact the rest of your life by sharing what men that are truly gifted to impart truth that can totally transform your life to benefit and bless you. That's the whole purpose for this. So I'm really praying with all my heart you'll get this series. You'll get it on audio and video. You can get it on a flash drive. You'll get the book, The Blessed Life. You'll get what Creflo has been teaching that is important, we believe, as it applies here to understand breaking the poverty mentality. Jimmy, you talk about, and in, in, you, you have three areas you deal with. Two of them you said you wanted to touch on as we talked right. today about, about peace and provision. Right. And I think those points are very important. So touch on them, would you? Because well, you, you expand them in the series. Get this now. We're going to touch on what is expounded and explained directly to you where you'll grasp it. Every person can live in total financial peace. Every person can have that. Even if they have challenges. Even if they have challenges, because Karen and I came out of just a, a, a background of near poverty. When, when we, our, we lived in government housing. When, when God began to bless us financially, we were so broke, we lived in government housing. You had to be broke to qualify, and we qualified the first day. <laughs> so, I mean, we, so we know what it's like to be sure. poor. But the, the financial peace comes, first of all, by knowing God as your Father. And this was a huge challenge for me. See, Jesus came in Matthew 6, Matthew 5 and 6, the Sermon on the Mount, and he brought a message that revolutionized the world with one word, Father. In the Old Testament, God was not seen as an intimate God. He was a God on the top of a mountain that thundered. He was a God behind a curtain. That he wasn't owned. approachable. He wasn't approachable. And so all of a sudden, Jesus, uh, the Son of Man, comes as the Son of God, 
And he uses this word. The first sermon he ever preached, one word recurs over and over and over. Abba, Father, Daddy. He says, your daddy, when you have a need, go into private place. Don't pray on the street corners. Go into a private place. And your daddy, who sees you in secret, will reward you openly. And he says to the, to the disciples, he calls them, oh, you of little faith. Okay? He says, why are you so worried about money? He said, don't you know that your daddy, he knows every hair on your head. He, never, he knows every bird that falls to the ground. And you're so much more important than they are. Than they are. He says, daddy, daddy. Daddy, and it's just rocking their world, and it rocked my world because I had an orphan spirit. See, when I, I just didn't have any concept that I had anybody on my side financially. I didn't have any concept that somebody wanted to provide for me. I just, an orphan has to have too much to have enough because they don't have a father. And so to an orphan, if you get an average person needs $100, they need $200 because they're on their own. But see, what if the richest man in the world were your daddy? Would you worry about money? What if you had the best father on earth that loved you and he was the richest person and the most generous person on earth? Would you ever worry about money? You get your concept of God primarily through your parents. God put his image on Adam and Eve and then commanded them to multiply. Okay, The number one role of parents is to be image bearers of God. And regardless if we understand that or not, and regardless if we do it wrong or right, we are. That children gain their understanding. What's the same name? I have an earthly father and I have a heavenly father. It's the same name. And so whatever my earthly father did right, I will naturally attribute to God or my earthly parents. Mm -hmm. What my earthly parents did wrong, I will naturally attribute it to God. That's sad. So it is. So I grew up, you grew up fatherless, but I grew up with a father who wasn't there. Mm -hmm. He would come home and sit in a chair. He wouldn't talk. He never came to a game. He was completely disengaged from my life, and that's what I knew about my father. So someone said one day, hey, you have a heavenly father. And I thought, huh, how about that? And you need to pray to him. Why? Because he cares about you. Really? Exactly. And so there comes a point in time, if we're going to know God and to experience financial peace, I've got to disassociate my earthly parents from who God is. Or anything that's not God-like in, in those parents. That's right. Anything that's not like this father God. That's right. When you read the Bible and you read the words of Jesus, God is a daddy. You, you guys are parents and grandparents. My, our, my grandson, Reed, turns three today. So I'm, we have five grandchildren. I love being pappy. You're papa, I'm pappy. Mm-hmm. I love being pappy. And it would break my heart for my grandchildren not to need me. Yeah. Yep. I love and my And not to love to be with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. God loves to be our daddy. He's a daddy. That's who he is. And regardless of the failures of our parents, God's perfect. And he's a loving daddy. And so Jesus came to the earth and he came bearing the news, you have a daddy. You have a daddy in heaven and he'll take care of you. And what happened, I lived in anxiety and poverty. Every thought in my mind was wrong. But what happened, and really money was how I met God. People say, how do you know God? Well, I know God through the Bible. But I know God through giving. Karen, we went to church one Sunday and some crazy preacher was preaching on giving. And we were broke. I made, I made $7,000 that year in that 12 months. And we came home and Karen said, I want to give $40. I mean, I just thought I was going to die. And I thought I married a nut. She's a, she's a fanatic. Well, anyway, she gave that $40, which we didn't have. She gave that $40. And something, we didn't get a check in the mail. Nothing happened except for the first time in our married life the next time I got paid, we had money in the bank. That had never happened before. We only existed because of float in the bank. And that began a journey in my life. And I honestly, at that point in my life, I didn't know that God knew me. 
I knew that the Bible said God so loved the world, and I thought, well, he loves everybody, so he loves me. I didn't know he knew me. I didn't know he knew my needs. I didn't know he knows me personally. But what happened through the journey that we took. took a step. Took Mm -hmm. a step. Mm -hmm. And every time we took that step of faith, of stepping out, giving, stepping out, and trusting, I met my daddy again and again. And today, I know God. He is my loving daddy. Mm-hmm. I do not ever worry about money because I know he loves me and he loves daddying me. And so the, the financial peace that people can experience, and what I'm saying is just a tiny part. I hope people will get this series because I teach a lot in here about this principle. I'm just giving a little bit of it right now. But the journey that we took to meet God, every person can live in financial peace. You don't have to be worried nation. And you talk about seeing God as the provider. By the way, once you see God as Father, you'll be amazed at the decisions a Father helps you make that are much wiser, That's right. much more productive and meaningful. Uh, it's, it's just your thinking changes when you decide to honor Him with the first fruits, which starts with giving Him all of you, all that you know of you to all you know of Him and to want to learn of him and let him direct you and shape you like clay in the potter's hand. Very important you come to him, but you've got to trust him as a father. And through Christ, you can come into a reconciled relationship with him, father-child. You can be born of the Spirit. And so you start there. And then God will give you peace and he will begin to direct your steps. Critically important to understand this and the way Jimmy explains it. Now you talk about the provision that you know God makes. Well, Jesus came teaching us how to pray. In Matthew 6, Jesus said, don't lay up your treasures in, on earth, lay them up in heaven. For wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And that's when he tells us to go into secret and pray and to pray this way. He says, Father in heaven, that's God's name and address. I'm not lobbing up a prayer to anyone who's listening that might be able to help me. I'm specifically going to God the Father in heaven and I'm saying, hallowed be your name, which, which means I love you, I worship you. I honor you. Yeah, I, I'm thanking you. I'm putting my faith in you. I trust you. Then it says, then Jesus taught us to pray this way. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, the first thing we pray for is God's will. Let your kingdom come. The word kingdom there is the word basileia, which means rule. Let your rule come and your will. I want to do your will, God. Okay. I just don't want money. I want your will. And then the next line says, now give me the provision for that. Okay. So in uh, Isaiah 9, it says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will rest upon his shoulders of the increase of his government and peace. There will be no end. Okay, The more of God's government you get, the more peace you get. So he really does direct our steps and we find the provision. Well, the smaller your God is, the bigger your government has to be. Absolutely. And so the bigger your Or your idol. That's right. So the bigger your God is, you don't need all that stuff. And so when we go to God, the first thing we're saying is, I want your will to come in my life. Well, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. When I was living with an orphan spirit and a spirit of poverty, I didn't pray. I I, I didn't pray about money. I just went out and made decisions. I made the dumbest financial decisions ever. But then when I realized part of God's provision is his will, Mm-hmm. God provides for His will. God doesn't bless good ideas. He blesses His ideas. Yes. Wow. Okay, so when I go do something that I think is right and then come ask Him to pay for it, I've got it backwards. What He wants, He, he loves to be a part of the process. He loves daddying me. 
And so part of like when I remember when our daughter Julie bought her first car, I went with her and we looked in the ads and we looked in Consumers Report and we went to the car lots and I helped her make the decision and then I bought her a car. I didn't want to just buy her a car. I wanted to be daddy. I wanted the process, process. of buying the car. That's, great. That's the way God is. God mm -hmm. doesn't want to just pay the bill. He wants to be a part of the process because he loves the relationship. So when I come to God and I surrender to him and I say, Lord, these are your finances anyway. I'm just a steward. Mm -hmm. And I surrender my finances to you and every decision I make, I'm going to make under your authority. First of all, he speaks and he leads us. It's thrilling to hear the voice of God. Absolutely. I've never made a wrong financial decision under the guidance of God. Absolutely. Y'all appreciate what Dr. Evans is saying. What a, what a blessing. Listen, listen to it. I want to say a prayer for you. Just, just, just bow your head where you are. Father, I pray that everyone listening and watching will realize how much you really care about them, how much you want the best for them, and you know the best. And you know how they can access the best and the blessings and become a blessing. Open their eyes and their heart to receive truth, transforming truth in Jesus' name. I am asking you to get this series. I'm asking you to give these men an opportunity to download the truth that has transformed millions of people's lives. Robert Morris pastors one of the most incredible churches on the planet, no question about it. And he pastors the most difficult people to pastor. They're people who have succeeded and could have a tendency to worship what they have succeeded in. But they have learned the blessing of giving. Living to give and bless and the blessing of blessing. It's awesome. And the people who've had nothing have found blessing because they understand it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is a blessing to live. Jimmy, one of the things that our viewers have seen, that has, we've, they've told us we don't have any greater joy. We show people a legitimate need and a legitimate way to meet it. Now, here's what I want you to do. If it's more blessed to give than to receive, and if it's a blessing to bless, I want you to look right now. I want you to look with me where Betty and I have looked all over the world. I want you to see where 42% of the malnourished children on this planet live. You're going to be surprised. And we started one year ago asking you to help us work a miracle. I want you to see the miracle that needs to happen. And together we're going to see this miracle. We're going to bless. Watch. Some days come and go. Nothing noteworthy or significant. This is not one of those days. And it's no accident you're watching this. Meet Gita, a tiny boy, frail and dying of malnutrition. And it's a really heartbreaking thing to, to see families, and especially innocent little children, they're in situations like these. Uh, you can see that this child is, is barely hanging on to life right now. All these children in this village, they need nutrition. This needs to stop. When the topic of malnutrition arises, India doesn't usually come to mind first, but the reality is 
of the world's malnourished children. One out of every three live in India. Gita is one of them. This moment you are witnessing is significant because of the many lives at stake, because of the opportunity you have to make a life-saving difference. And your response, whatever it may be, will hold great significance too. I want to ask you, you know, a season of thinking about God's great gift and as we end the year and begin a new year to think about how can I close out a year and open a year by really doing something effective to bless those who above all people need to be blessed and those precious children. You do it to the least of these. Jesus said, you've done it to me. I, I can't even imagine a person not wanting to bless Jesus. I can't imagine someone not wanting to help that little child and those children that we saw have something nice. This is true poverty. And, uh, you know, Mother Teresa did such a great work in, in India. And I just wonder if the entire world of caring people wouldn't like to join us in something that we asked you to help with a year ago. We wanted to begin securing the land and the place to develop a feeding outreach in India and to build a food factory, which we're now ready to build because we've taken those first steps. We need $2.1 million, Betty, to build the first food factory in India that will enable us to go from feeding 5,000 children to being able to produce 50,000 meals to care for 50,000. So here's what will actually happen if our viewers will help. Whatever you do will take us from 5,000 to 50,000 if we can reach this goal, and we can. It's a great way to close the year and open the new year. And here's what we're asking you to do. We want to send you the Financial Freedom Series because we want to help you. But we want you to take the first step in, in that financial freedom. And that is to say, you know, I'm going to take of the means that I have and the blessing I have, however meager they are, however great they may be in somebody's eyes or measure, I'm going to give to help. We're asking you to make a gift of, of $40 that would multiply 10 times in your gift, the number we're now feeding. And we'll send you the audio and video teaching tapes and the booklet by uh, Jimmy Evans with the teaching in expanded form. And if you'd make a gift of $120, and we'll also send you Robert Morris's book, The Blessed Life, which he began teaching. It was launched here about 13 years ago on Life Today and then in the Great Church Gateway. And this now is an international bestseller. It's not only being taught uh, by teachers and preachers, it's being caught by those who hear it and taught to their family and friends. It's, it's a revolutionary message, the blessed life, giving to give, to live, to bless. And we're asking you to do that. I believe that Creflo Dollar has done as much to help break the spirit of poverty that's on a lot of people who live in the inner city or in the downtrodden communities. And, and he's just such a friend. And you talk about someone that supports mission outreach and has helped us. What a blessing he's been. Let these men teach you. But would you help us build that feeding center? Would you close the year and open the year by saying, I'm going to start in a whole new direction for the glory of God and I'm going to be a blessing. Go to the telephone, take your bank card, make the gift God put on your heart, or you can go online, lifetoday.org, and then ask for this incredible series, the keys, really the steps, 
the financial freedom that your heart longs for, that God the Father wants for you. Hunger, malnutrition, starvation, all global concerns, especially for children and for the families who have to watch them needlessly suffer. With your support, Life will complete construction on our first food factory in India. Once completed, the factory will go from producing 5,000 meals per day to 50,000 meals per day, helping to feed 10 times more hungry children. That means your gift of $40 will have a 10 times impact of $400. A gift of $120 will have a 10 times impact of $1,200. And your generous gift of $1,200 will have a 10 times impact of $12,000. With your gift of $40 or more, request the audio and video series, Your Path to Financial Freedom. In this series, Jimmy Evans, Preflo Dollar, and Robert Morris team up to deliver real answers for your financial freedom from a biblical perspective. The package, available in CD and DVD or optional flash drive, also includes Jimmy Evans' booklet, Blessed and Financially Free. With your gift of $120 or more, you'll receive your path to financial freedom, along with Robert Morris's book, The Blessed Life, and Creflo Dollar's book, The Holy Spirit, Your Financial Advisor. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 or more and have a final opportunity to request our commemorative glass sculpture, The Blessing. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. But the Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And as God's people, we have to understand the devil wants us broke and broken so that when there's a need, we're not thinking about the need, we're just thinking about ourselves. God wants us whole and prosperous so when there's a need, we see it and we can do something about it. God wants to prosper your life, period. And the only one who wants something bad for you is the devil. So God wants us blessed. And I wanna talk about God's no respecter of persons. And I thank God for that. God doesn't love some people more than others. And sometimes when you see a person more blessed than yourself or, or richer than yourself, the devil will even whisper a lie into your mind that says God loves them more. God doesn't love anybody more than he, God adores all of us. Please give us the opportunity of sharing with you transforming truth. If you, if you ever really learn what Jimmy talked about, God is Father. It's gonna revolutionize everything in life. You don't have to live with an orphan mentality. You're not an orphan. You have a wonderful father. I pray to God that you will be blessed by what we share, and I know you will be. Would you say thanks to Jimmy Evans for being here? Jimmy, I love you. We're gonna be talking to you some more about what God put on your heart to share. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for caring and helping.
God created giving to work selfishness and greed out of, out of our lives. Tomorrow on Life Today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.